Welcome once again to another episode of The Wall Behind and Beyond. I am Erica Youngblood, Communications Director for Philip A. Jones Consulting, LLC. Tonight, we have somewhat of a unique show idea that we thought about as a way to have Philip answer some of the questions he receives from his supporters and social media followers. Philip consistently passes the mic to everyone from gubernatorial candidates to justice impacted heroes. But now it's his turn to give us his perspective from the flip side. Welcome. And considering your circumstance, how are you holding up? Hey, Erica. First, I want to say thanks for the great job you've been doing with and for our organization. Uh, it would not be a stretch to say that you are the glue that keeps all the parts together and functioning on the high level that we do. And we all appreciate you. Also, thanks for asking how I'm holding up. I have to say that if anyone had told me that I could serve 32 years in prison and still be sound of mind, I would have called him a liar. Back when I started this, I did not believe it was even possible. However, with that being said, the human spirit and the will are strong. And with determination and faith, they can overcome the most dire of circumstances. Which reminds me of a poem called Invictus by the guy William uh, Henley. And I just wanted to say a few excerpts from it. Out of the night covers me. Black as the pit from pole to pole. I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced or cried aloud. Under the bludgeonings of chance, my head is bloody but unbound. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade. And yet the menace of the years that shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged the punishment to scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. You know, I read that, uh, that poem, you know, because I was reading it in my entrepreneur guide. It was uh, the first thing that you read when you open the page up. And uh, I felt as though, you know, it was powerful. And it, and, it, and it took me to that, you know, thought process as I prepared myself for this uh, interview. So my response to how I'm holding up is that, like the shark in the ocean, there's only one option. Either you keep swimming or you drown. I am, like so many, maintaining by the strength of will. Thank you so much, Philip, for that powerful answer. I mean, that was simply amazing. And you dropped several bars that we can all resonate on. I like to dive into our questions. Tell us where you're from and a bit about your background. Thank you so much uh, for this question. I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, born and raised. I come from a housing project in the southwest part of Baltimore called Westport Homes, which has since been partially torn down. It doesn't matter, though, because the neighborhood is the people. And they are never too far away from their roots, which I love about the Westport community. My background consists of me being the oldest of my mother's three sons. And rest in peace to my brothers, Michael and James Jones. Two soldiers taken away before their 40th birthday. We grew up poor, like most of our peers. My parents dealt with drugs and alcohol addiction, which they added on to all the poverty and extreme neglect that we already faced. Uh, me and my brothers, we raised ourselves. We never went to school. And we moved from home to home because my mother wouldn't pay the bills a lot of times. With all that taking shape before me, I was too young to actually work or be employed. So as a child, I began to hustle to make sure me and my brothers had food to eat. So when I say hustle, I mean, you know, I did it all. I helped people carry groceries to their cars. I helped to pump gas at the gas station. I switched the car windows. I stole from people. I burglarized homes. I hit the trains. I hit beer trucks. You know, I used to even rob drug dealers, and eventually I started selling drugs. I think most of all, it was the neglect, though. The broken home and the poverty and uh, the absence of role models, as well as me even being in the school system that compounded everything else. Uh, and this became the perfect storm 
for me to end up in the trouble with the law and the rest that you know is obvious. Thank you so much for sharing your background, Philip. That was pretty powerful. You said so many different things that I think different people can resonate on that, you know, it really is um, dependent sometimes on your childhood and how you were raised and what you were subjected to. Um, So just thank you for sharing that. And then I'll go right into our supporter questions. We have several supporters who uh, submitted a few questions. So I'll go into that. Uh, The first one is from Gina. She says, I hope all is good for you. How are you doing? How's everything going with your situation? And by the way, she also wished you a happy belated Father's Day. Thank you, Gina. And I appreciate you uh, for following my journey. Uh, At this point, I'm just staying busy, positively programming, working on my awareness campaign and focusing on my reentry. Things are moving and hopefully um, I'll have some opportunities soon to be a contributing member to society. But I'll also keep all my followers and all my friends updated um, as I learn more about my current situation of freedom. I pray for every day. So thank you for that question. All right. So we'll move right into a question from Chaplain Zeusman. He said, uh, my question is, what gives you hope on the most difficult days? Thank you, uh, Chaplain Zeusman, for uh, such a great question. What gives me hope on the most difficult days is when I see a guy who had two years left on his sentence be called to his counselor's office, and that was yesterday. He was told he had to pack out and that he was going home that day. What he told me when he came back was that a law had changed. It's called Blakely or something to that effect. It made the remainder of his sentence null and void. So it's things like this that keep me hopeful that anything is possible. And through or by the grace of God, you know, so we stay praying. We stay hopeful. We stay looking for the positive. We stay trying to maintain, you know, and that's my philosophy. You know, I just try to stay doing the things that keep me uh, held up in my constitution. All right. Thank you for answering that great question. Um, And then we have a question from Jacqueline, a supporter from TikTok. She said, where will be the first place you would like to travel once released? Thank you, Jacqueline. How are you, my friend? The first place I would like to travel to is Barbados. It's a beautiful island country. It's full of good culture, people, and definitely food. I think I want to retire there as well, you know. But I have to finish building my wealth here in the States first. Um, I've never really been outside of the United States when I was free. And so for me, I want to travel the world, you know what I'm saying? But the first place I think I want to go is Barbados. So thank you for asking. All right, Philip, thank you. Uh, We have another great question from Jewel, Rebecca. Uh, Jewel, she says, do you enjoy reading? And if so, what do you like to read? Thank you, Jewel, Rebecca. I love this question because, as you know, I'm a voracious reader. And I champion literacy. Reading for me has been my education and how I learned so much about world history as well as, you know, individual history. I have over 100 books, and they're all my personal favorites. I mainly read nonfiction, though, biographies, uh, politics, and history. I have authors such as Nicole Hannah-Jones, Michelle Alexander, Colin Kaepernick, Malcolm X, George Jackson, Charles Blow, Ibram X. Kendi. If you want, I can send you a list of the books that I've been reading. I'm sure that you will get a lot out of them, just as I did. All right. Thank you for that. We've done over 20 shows on your successful podcast, The Wall Behind the Beyond. Is there any particular advice that stands out for you? Yes, thank you. I've learned so much, you know, from so many. I really can't narrow it down. Perspectives alone, but also solutions to problems. I think each guest has taught me something that I have implemented into my own arsenal of thoughts and ideas. You know, every guest that we select is someone who has pertinent information someone who specializes in certain fields. 
And so we try to bring them on the show so that our listeners can learn something that they may not have known about the carceral system. So I have to say, you know, I've learned something from every person that came on our show, and I'm taking away something from every person that came on our show. I like that. Thank you. Philip, you are also very interested in the Norway carceral system. We've had several guests on the show that shared their experiences and their research. What's been your takeaway, and do you think it could actually work here in the U.S.? I would say I have a personal stake in the Norwegian or the Scandinavian model's implementation, as I'm still confined myself, and I want to become the best version of myself before I'm reinstated to society. In terms of mental, physical, and emotional wellness, also pro-social behavior, many women are broken when they come in from trauma and abuses and so forth. And so we want to see them put back together, mended by humane treatment, mended by programs designed to help the person heal. Punishment is one's liberty being taken. Everything else should be, how do we return a healthy human being back to their, back to their own community? I love that. Thank you for that response. Um, getting a chance to know you over the years, I know you are a huge proponent of mental health for all, but especially for men and women behind the wall. So I'd like to ask, why is this so important to you, number one, and what type of comprehensive mental health care would you like to see given to those men and women incarcerated? Oh, wow. That is a great question. You know I love this one. And I had thought about it real hard. Mental health is so important to me because after 32 years of prison, I found some of my own personal struggles with anxiety and depression, especially after the death of my brothers, because it changed me. I believe I was uh, kind of like suppressing the onslaught of mental illness for years, but the grief blew back the doors to my personal demons, and I was nearly destroyed by it. You know, when they died, I felt a part of myself die. So I call all the time for mental health therapies to be the area where the greatest resources are to be directed and aimed at. It's the fundamental, most important aspects of one's reentry. You know, and you want to know what type of programs? Cognitive behavior therapy, therapeutic communities, peer councils, etc. You know, we got to sit around and talk about the things that broke us down, the things that tore us apart. That's what we need to focus on. And so that's something that's very important to me and one of the main aspects of the reason why we came together to create, you know, the nonprofit organization Inside Outside, because that's our number one focus. Thank you so much. And then as we continue to resonate, think about mental health care behind the wall, if someone said, Philip, what is your wish list? What's on your wish list to help men and women truly get well? On my wish list is that we could bring the Norwegian model to the United States, that we could put together a comprehensive mental health program within the prisons, utilizing the resources available, which is the inmate betterment funds all throughout the states. This money is put to the side to take care of things inside of the facilities. Why not utilize that for people to be able to get the treatment that they need so that they go home kill healthy human beings? I love that. And you're spot on because, um, you know, before when you and I were doing a uh, podcast episode, we were saying how one family member tweeted that her loved one who's behind the wall only gets 15 minutes once a month. And how truly healing can that really be? Or how therapeutic can that be? And I even offered that that's a disservice. And then also, Philip, you and I talked about how there are Department of Corrections who are actually tweeting in real time, oh, you know, happy Mental Health Awareness Month or, or you know, happy this or that as far as mental health. 
but what services are they providing? So going into the next question, Marvin Gaye cried out what's going on in 1971, and decades later, artists are still using their platform. Such as an artist, his name is Little Baby. He came out with a song called Bigger Picture a few years ago. Philip, why is it so important that artists continue to use their platforms to speak truth to power? I think celebrities of all stripes have a role to play in systemic changes in this country. They have tremendous reach and influence. And not only that, they are role models to our children. So they have a duty and a responsibility, not just to point the way, but to actually show the way. We at Inside Outside Consults want to work with actors, comedians, athletes, musicians, and even political heads to create a movement called the New Underground Railroad to give individuals a platform to be able to reach back, or in this instance, go back like Harriet did, to bring some deserving men and women to their freedom. Wow, thank you for that. As we come to a close, we have a few more questions, uh, but I would like to ask, what current projects are you working on? Right now, I'm working on several things. Some are more. You have 60 seconds remaining. The lady just came on telling us we got 60 seconds, so I'll answer that on the other side. Thank you all for listening, subscribing, and sharing my podcast. Here are three ways to help me today. Consider donating, if you can, to my GoFundMe for my freedom efforts. You can find that by typing in Incarcerated Lives Matter, Philip Alvin Jones on GoFundMe. Subscribe today to my YouTube channel, The Wall Behind and Beyond. Comment and share. We are on our journey to a thousand subscribers. We can do this. Visit GrantParoleToPhilip.com. It's a one-stop shop that has my direct contact info and awesome social media sites. Please get in touch with us if you'd like to help in any way with Team Philip. Thank you and keep listening to The Wall Behind and Beyond. You ask me what am I working on? We have a nonprofit called Inside Outside Consults where we work together with lawmakers, officials, state officials, policymakers to try to implement uh, programs and strategies for transforming the system in America, in the United States to make it resemble the successful Norwegian model. Uh, because we believe that not only is it fiscally responsible, but it's also even more important to send healthy-minded individuals back to the community so that they don't continue to hurt and harm themselves as well as their neighbors. Also, I have a podcast. We have a podcast, myself and all my teammates. And that's what we're doing here today. You know, the wall behind and beyond. That's a good platform for us to use. Um, I also have my LLC, Philip A. Jones Consulting LLC. I just started developing that. It's going really well. You know, I got public speaking engagements. I'm writing my book and also articles. And I'm just trying to stay in the conversation for criminal justice restructuring. You know, that's what I'm doing. We have some upcoming guests, too, for our podcast. So I want everybody to stay tuned. Uh, we got a great guy that was incarcerated before. He's a successful businessman and entrepreneur now, giving out jobs to ex-felons, Chris Wilson from Baltimore. We got a rapper, a young rapper uh, from Portland named D-Loaded coming up. Uh, we got a brother named Tim from One Love Prison Meditation Projects coming up. And we even got the son of a fallen revolutionary soldier, Jonathan Jackson. We got Jonathan Jackson Jr. coming up. Stay tuned. We got some people that care about these important issues. And, uh, I think that you're going to want to tune in and hear what they got to say. Man, this sounds exciting. I, I can't wait for um, 
all these amazing guests from one amazing story to the next. Uh, may we reach everyone out there. And then with everything that you said that you needed help with, I sure do hope that people reach out um, in order to help. So we're down to the last two questions. So this question is, Philip, what are your hopes for the future? Besides the obvious, but what are your hopes for the future? My hope for the future is that we can all get involved in these most important conversations throughout the country. My hope for the future is that we can all come together unified. Ubuntu, I am because we are. We've shown through the model of our team that when you come together for a common purpose and a common cause, that results can be had. And so my hope for the future is that we start coming together as people and say what we're going to stand for and take our power back, like one of our guests said on a, a, a previous show. So that's my hope. And my also hope is that I can come home and that I can um, also contribute to the community and help those that I had left behind and also make amends to some people that I had probably harmed in many different ways um, when I was a young man. So my hope is that I get an opportunity to go out there and show up, you know, and make some changes, not just within myself, but within my immediate circumference. Hey, from your words to everyone's ears, may they receive that. May they receive your freedom and all the amazing projects that you're working on. We're going to be right here rooting for you. Uh, our final question, and thank you so much for this important conversation. So the last question is, how can listeners reach you to help you with your freedom efforts? Thank you so much for asking that. I can be reached personally via your cell phone or laptop. Just go to www.jpay.com and put in my DOC number, which is 881-507. And put in Washington State, because that's where I'm at. You got to put in the location. If you just want to support or follow me, go to LinkedIn at Philip Jones, Philip A. Jones Consulting, LLC, or grantparoletophilip.com. Thank you, Erica, and thanks to our supporters for these questions. And thank everybody who has been following us and continue. We're going to try to put out some dope shows and some dope content to keep people understanding exactly what's going on in carceral America. Thank you so much, Philip. This has been an amazing conversation. It has been my honor to pass the mic to you.